0: Welcome to A Second Chance at Life. I am your host, Arvella Beckworth. Adversity can oftentimes feel isolating, especially if you're the strong friend like me. I created this podcast to be your accountability partner and strategist, giving you the tools to build and enjoy the life of your dreams. Each week, you'll hear motivating stories, Life-changing interviews, along with actionable tips and strategies that you can apply to do life over again. So whether this is your second, third, or even fourth chance, it's always a great time to start over and build better. Now let's get to work. Hey everybody and happy Monday. Today I want to introduce to you guys Miss Della Major. She's a motivational speaker, transformation life coach, CEO and founder of Live. Plus, she's a certified kidney health coach and educator. In this interview, Miss Della talks about how she took what was meant to hurt her and changed the game. I won't hold you much longer. Go ahead and check out today's interview. Welcome, everybody, to A Second Chance at Life. I'm your host, Arvilla Beckworth, and today I have an awesome, amazing woman. Her name is Miss Della Major. Um, I met her through a podcast retreat, and when I heard her story, I knew she had to be on here. So without further ado, Miss Della, how are you?
1: I'm doing good, Arvilla. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good, I cannot complain. Uh, The one thing I wanna talk about before we start, I love your charisma. Thank you. When when I met you the first time, your name is the game changer. Yes. The energy that you bring, you make anyone feel connected, You meet them where they are and you make them feel love. I mean, I felt that as soon as I met you, even though we were online, I
1: felt that genuine love. You
0: definitely have a servant's heart. you. And you just have a beautiful soul. So I just want to say that I want to give you your flowers before we started this. I received them. You are a beautiful person.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. You know, you make
0: me love. You make me me more more mushy. Let me go ahead and start. Miss Della, please tell my audience who you are and what you do.
1: Well, you know what? Uh, I have been affectionately named the game changer for a reason. Uh, A lot of people say that when I show up, I change the atmosphere. You know, if it's that down type of, what you might say, heaviness, I'm the one that comes in and it's like, hey, no, we got life. We're going to live up with this. Let's go, you know, just charge up. And so uh, I'm all about uh, life. I'm, you know, uh, a transformational life coach. And when we talk about transformation, we talk about changing. And one of the things behind uh, my aspirations of being a transformation life coach is, Making and helping you to create a more healthier you from the inside out. Mm-hmm. The change is not happening on the outside. You know, outside we can put on these fake phony the facade, but on the inside, we want the same thing that you're representing on the out happen on the end. And my job and my role as a life transformational life coach is to so let's dig deep, let's get down into that little corner spell, those cobwebs that you don't want people to see, mm-hmm. and let's deal about true healing. And so, in addition to me um, being a transformational life life coach. Uh, I do have two businesses myself. I'm the uh, CEO and founder of a nonprofit that's called LIVE, and LIVE is spelled L-Y-V-E, and it stands for Living Your Life Victorious and Empowered, mm-hmm. and it's all about empowering the lives of people living with chronic kidney disease, and I am a certified kidney health coach, and so from my journey as a kidney patient, Mm -hmm. you know, I, God has given me the birth of ministry, to go out and empower and be a voice for the voiceless in that arena. And my second business, I'm the uh, president and CEO of um, my life coaching business, which is called Reclaim and Live, Mm -hmm. where basically I minister to women who's 40 years and older. And one of the things that we do is try to uh, give them the tools of creating recovery plans on reclaiming their life, where they are maximizing their potential, where we're overcoming and Overcoming the scars that maybe come from unhealthy relationships or situations or crises that happen in their life, and letting them know, hey, you know, life is not over. You know, you was created for a purpose, and helping them to reclaim it because it's a statement in a line that I always say: "A broken crayon colors." That's right. So if a broken crayon still colors, that means broken women or women who maybe have challenges, they still have something to offer into the world. And so that's what I'm all about uh, with that business. And then, of course, as you already know, uh, my podcast will be coming out and, and it's going to be called uh, From Trend, from Trigger to transformed. And I'm looking forward to really hitting the um, I talk about transformation in five specific areas, which is dealing with your mindset, your health, your faith, your relationship, and your finances, all of these areas that affects us at one point in time. And so we're gonna be talking about, you know, how to reclaim, how to build on that, how to go from just having reactions, but then making transformation and change. So I'm a little bit all over the place, which you might say type of girl, but it's all for a purpose, about a reason. I never look at this as a job. I look at this as a ministry. So I know that God has given me that um, that full foundation and focus, and I am, as you could probably tell, my business is a faith-based business because I'm an elder in my ministry, and our education is what I do, and empowerment is what I'm all about. So I love it, Dell. and like I said, I knew when I met you, you yeah. had a story, and you just
0: told the story. yeah, an amazing woman that came through something that was meant to to stop her. And you overcame it. And just like your that's life good. coaching, a second chance at life is basically mirroring the same thing. You know, we yeah. all go through something that either tries to stop us from becoming a better us or mm-hmm. it shows us a different version of us that we need to grow or change directions. But we get that chance by the grace of God to get a second chance to do a do over, to do better, to try something new. So I love perfect. what you stand for. And that's why yeah. I was Man, we are neck and neck in this whole thing.
1: (laughs) That's That's it, girlfriend. Yes, we are. Yes.
0: So a lot of you guys don't know Miss Della's story, but through the interview, you will definitely hear it. So I wanted to ask a few questions that I know in advance. Uh, First one, I remember hearing you uh, were on dialysis for close to 11 years. Yes. How did you continue to push when it seemed like things weren't changing throughout those 11 years?
1: You know, um, in the beginning, I'm, you know, in a mode of transparency. When I first even found out that my kidneys has failed um, and that I even had to start uh, dialysis, you know, you hear terminology and words really have power. Okay. And so when the doctors were saying you have end stage renal disease, you have dialysis, you got to start doing dialysis. The only two words that I heard was in and die. In both of those words. So my mindset was, I'm going to die. So I need to get my life in order. And wow. so in the beginning processes, I was, you know, very non-compliant, not um, what you might say. I don't want to say rebel, but I was non-compliant because my mind was set to to the point I'm going to die anyhow. So I want to die and live my life on my terms. And so it happened to be you know, a, uh, another patient that was sitting two seats down from me and she was screaming out loud what I was feeling internal. Ooh, ooh, I just feel the chills about this. Mm-hmm. She was saying, God, take my life now. I'm tired. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And we both was doing dialysis at that time. It was just something about her words that, resonated within me because I know I'm an intercessor prayer warrior. I know I'm a prophetic prayer warrior. And it was just something about her words that connected to the warrior that's inside of me. It really rose up. And I instantly just turned to her and I said, look, we're going to get through this together. We're going to do this together. It's going to be okay. We're going to make it my mind. Everything is okay. And it was just something about me taking my mind off me and putting it on her that, started me on this journey of advocacy. And so I decided to, you know, instead of me being uh, against, you know, my treatment plan, let me be for my treatment plan. Let me be more proactive. And so really, I'm a person that believes that a well-informed patient is a healthy patient so i began to do my own research about kidney disease I, had to, I did my own research about you know what the treatment process was like and how i can formulate my life the best way and mm-hmm. so through the ups and downs you know ups and downs the bruises and scars the bumps the surgeries all of that um, i learned on the fact that if i help my team help me to be and live my best life then the life that I'm living is not on their turn, it's on my terms. So what keeps me in the grind is I'm trying to create a life where I don't not need to take a vacation from, but I'm creating a life where I'm living my best life. So it was a mental change and it was my tenacity and my drive to want to bring about that change. You know, I have a model that I have actually two models that This disease, my will to live is stronger than this disease. And I Mm. say a change bring a change. So if I can just do anything different than the status quo, then that's me fighting for my life. And so whenever I go through my hardest times, you know, as a patient, because I am a patient, even though I'm an advocate, even though I do what I do, there are times which, hey, I'm down. And, you know, and when I'm down, the first thing I turn is internally is my faith. My word, and then I was like, God, just give me the strength to be this 21st century miracle. And He does it all the time.
0: Yeah. And I see it. Yeah. I just even hearing your story, you continue, like you said, you have to change that mind frame from yep. becoming yep. woe is me to now I am the warrior. You know, That's even it. though it's hard to say at first, like you said, when she starts speaking those words, it activated something inside of you to say, No, yep. Yep. I am a warrior, I am a survivor, I can do this. So you definitely had to have that mental mind frame to change your wording. What was coming out verbally, you had to change that in your heart and your mind. So I love Mm -hmm. that. I love that. And when the doctors told you that you would never qualify for a kidney transplant due to your lupus, um, what was
1: going through your mind when you heard that word from them? You know what? It was. I would have been able to accept it Uh, better if they would have presented it to me in a way you know I understand what lupus is you know lupus is an autoimmune disease where your internal systems begin to you know your immune system begin to attack the healthy tissues in your body it can't distinguish what's good what's bad so it begins to attack everything and so how I lost my kidneys was due to the lupus and so um it not only attacked my kidneys, but it also attacked my heart area. So even though I had some like respiratory, some heart issues, the more uh, organ that was attacked and affected the most, of course, as we already know, is the kidneys. And so, you know, because of the activity of lupus that means the flares because when you have any complication we call them lupus flares and all kinds of things happens when you have a flare and my flares was more frequent you know than not and then I had a lot of antibody issues caused by blood transfusions over the course of the years and so both of those factors um limited and put me like a um a not qualifying candidate, not a good candidate for uh, receiving a transplant. So after the, which you might say, the sixth year, Mm -hmm. and um, I'm doing my research and everything, I had resolved myself to possibly maybe not being a candidate, but I didn't want to not give up. So every time I had a doctor to tell me, you know what, because of the flares, because of this, you won't be a candidate at this time okay, that one year I let it go. The next year I did some more further research and just tried to do it again. But it was something about that year in twenty in January of 2019. It was just, I just, in my spirit, because I knew things was changing for me. A lot of things have started changing. A lot of my lab numbers, where they was very negative, they started you know, showing even more positive output, outcome. But it was just, you know, when you read the Word of God, where it says that you got to speak those things that be not as though they are. And, you know, this one year, I was like, you know what? Enough is enough, God. You said, I started calling God by this word. <laughs> you said, you know, I can have the desire Whatever desire, act, seek, and not. So, that year in January, you know, most people make resolutions i I made decrees. So in January of 2019, I decreed that in June, I was going to know exactly what is necessary and needed for me to be qualified to get on a transplant list. And then I said in July, once I find that out, I'm going to get waitlisted. And once I get waitlisted, that's a wrap. In August, I'm going to have my kidney. And so lo and behold, on June 26th, The nurses and the transplant coordinators were saying, you got these two tests that you have to show positive, show, Mm -hmm. you know, positive result and outcome from. And if you do that, then we can call you more likely to be shown as a good candidate to get on the wait list. I did what I lost weight. I ate healthy. I did whatever was required. Right. And the outcome was next. It came back. Then so it's like I kept, you know, like, look, I'm a fighter. So, you know, I bugged him every day. You got everything. Do you need anything else? Hey, what else do you need? I mean, do I got to go through another test? Do I got to take this test? Who do I need to talk to? Right. <laughs> because, you know, now it's the buzz. And so right. on July the 27th, yeah, I got these days down fast because these are transformation days for me. July the 27th, the trans- uh, coordinating nurse was calling me to tell me that I just got approved. We just had a man of God that just came to our church and he spoke a prophetic uh, decree over the worship. And he said... I got an email from the Lord. He said, I just want to let you know, God said, get ready because the approval is in the mail. Hmm. I don't know what nobody else. I just know when he said approval's in the mail, I got to run it. <laughs> you know, I was running because I just resonated. I just yes. knew it was. And that Monday morning, after that Sunday worship, that Monday morning, I had the letter saying that I was waitlisted on the, on the transplant list that I was approved. So I had already told my church, that if I get approved, Uh that I'm going to have to give my praise dance to God before I go, because the next time they hear about me, I'm going to be in surgery, getting my kidney trans, So I'm not going to be able to give God the crazy (laughs) praise then. So when I got my letter to be approved, no lo and behold, and it's on video, it's on YouTube, I can show it (laughs) to you. I actually sat there and told them, I got approved at the letter and I I told them I was going to do the running man. So girl, I was out there doing the running man. (laughs) I gave God the praise. And then no lo and behold, on August the 18th, uh, 2019 is when I got transplanted for my kidney. Uh, so when the doctors told me no, after that it was just like I said, it was just something in 2019 because I had really resolved my mindset. Like you know what? Okay, let me just try to figure out how I'm just gonna live with dialysis for the rest right. of my life. But it was the in my inner check. God said, "What you want? Ask." And I asked, and I decree. I made the declaration. And it came to pass. And see, this is where faith comes to play. When you have that now faith, the now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. When you have a faith, the size of a mustard seed, see, a mustard seed is a little tiny little seed. Oh yeah. But out of this mustard seed, it grows great things. And so when you start really taking your mind, internalizing your mindset into what God says and not what man says, you see, the doctors only go by science. That's God true. goes by, you know, what he calls it to be. Ain't nothing impossible for him. So I just believed. And um, when they told me no, and God said, yes, it manifests. And I'm a living, walking miracle as we speak today. Now, as you say that during your entire
0: journey with all this going on, how was your relationship with God? I mean, did you have days when you were angry, sad, mad? I me? Mean, how did that re- relationship you know, translate?
1: With any any anything with faith. Faith is a it's a pulling, you know, it's a stretching. And who wants to get pulled and stretched? Who wants to be tried? You know, if we could, we would. We'll live this life sweet every day. Right. But we already know what the Bible says is the trying of our faith. James chapter one tells us, count it all joys when you go through trials and tribulations. Why? Because it, it produces a perfect peace and endurance like never before. It gives you the peace, it gives you the tenacity to be able to hold on and to press through. So I had everything what you said. I had those days, it was just like, what's up, God, what's up? You right. see I'm on the street. I'm from the west side of Chicago. You know, that's the hood over here. So I'm from the hood. I read the hood for a long time before I got to know him. He didn't find me in no church. uh, 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 He didn't find me. He found me on the street. He snatched me up the street. So when I was running hard for the devil, I'm running hard for God. So, you know, my language is just like, I'm like, hey, what's up, Jim What's up? What's up? You know? So I had what's up moments. I had like God help. I had the balling days and everything. But the one thing, I never did. I never. I'm like Job. I never cursed God and died. I just believe that everything that was I was going through—the bad ups and down, the good and the bad always going to be working together for my good but we got to be telling the truth of ourselves we yeah. got to be real there are some days when you just don't want to do it you just don't want to you know go through it anymore I have many of those days it's like you know what enough is enough I'm tired I don't want to you mm-hmm. know forget about that but you never fail you either hear a word you hear a sermon or somebody just out of nowhere who don't even know you that's how God you took me up right? people who know me but people who don't know me and just say you know it's just something about you that is special, you know, and some mm-hmm. some words like that. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, thank you. And you know, <laughs> you know, you give that little like passive look, like okay, right? Well, thank you. But at the same time, they were speaking life back into me because if I can, you know, change somebody else's life just by my atmosphere or by my presence, that lets me know. Take a breath, girl. It's going to be all right. That's it. God God got you. He got you. He did sometimes, you know, in the midst of it, you got to take a snapback. Snap. You got to do that because why? Back then you thought it was your worst situation. Back then I thought it was my worst situation. You know, but look at me now. You know, so sometimes we got to take that step back. So I will have those snapback moments. People who don't even know me, God will send just to encourage me, give me a word of encouragement when I was at my lowest point. But then there are times where you know it's like, hey, as a warrior, you know you put on the bomb of Gilead, you take up your sword, and you understand this is a fight. Cause the devil told, the devil said, it, God told us in the Word, the devil come to desire the us is weak. And he told me at that time, he said, but when I pray for you, but when you should recover and return back to me again, think to that brother. So I'm on a commission, too. I'm on an assignment by God. So I can't drop the ball on my assignment. So, look, you know, sometimes and stuff like that, I got to sit on the sideline on the court waiting for me to get back in. But that's OK. When I get back in, I'm coming for the three piece, baby. I'm coming all in 100 percent. So that's where it is. That's what keeps me going, girl. And I love your
0: transparency on that because people think when you go through stuff, you don't talk to God like that. And it's like you do have to be honest. There's days like when I was going through stuff, you know, God wise me, then I'm mad at God, then I'm sad, then I'm happy at God. But that's yeah. being human, that's being transparent. Yeah. Like every day's not going to be a good day. It's not. You know, some days you're going to have that question why God or why me or why that or by that? that. But the one thing that I've learned through life, I love that God allows us to come to him as his children and express everything, our good, our bad, our indifferent. He doesn't penalize us because of that. So that's it's okay it. if that's how you talk to God, if you mad at God or if you frustrated with God, all he wants is you to come to him and that's he will it. continue to show you what he's been trying to show you the whole time. So I love that part. That's it. Being, <laughs> being that's transparent. It. <laughs> Now, one thing that I love about you, Ms. Della, during your story, you were talking yeah. about self-care survival kits. Now, mm-hmm. Destiny's Child, I Am I am a Survivor, that's been one of my favorite songs since coming out of abusive relationship. Because the words they said in that, you know, I pushed a little harder, you know, you're not going to stop me. Just some of the words in the song was like my go-to. Yeah. But when I heard you talk about that self-care survival kit and how you could have used it during your journey and how that would have helped you. Mm-hmm. would you mind just telling my audience why was that so beneficial or why would that kit be beneficial for someone going through any
1: type of you know thing? what like anything that you start new Avella uh, is scary you know what I'm saying the unknown you don't know what's going to happen you know this, The you know y- y- you don't know what to anticipate you don't know what to expect mm-hmm. and I know when I first um, being an incident patient you know first came in it was like I was brought in sat down in a chair and that was it Mm -hmm. once or twice a person will come across like the staff Mm -hmm. will look at me and that was it then one person said oh okay my name is john jane doe and i'm gonna take care of you but i gotta wait till the nurse uh uh, bring out the paperwork that was it then you have a nurse come with a stack of paper like so thick, probably looked like 200-some pages, scrolling in a, in, a, in, a, in a roller chair and try to have me sign away my life, and that was it. So when you think about your first impressions, mm-hmm. remember I told you two words that was already resonating in my mind. That was die for dialysis and end for end stage. Mm-hmm. So my mindset was, this is death. And all I saw was 20-some other people in a room with these wires connected to them and I see blood coming out of it, but nobody ain't telling me what's going on. Right. So I always thought, like, if I would have had a welcoming impression or a welcoming experience Like once I come in, somebody said, hi, my name is, you know, Jane Doe and I'm going to be your technician for today. This is going to happen. A, B, C, you know, hey, we're going to take you through the process. This is going to, be, but this is something we would like to give you in your beginning. And what's in it? A blanket, something to eat, a notebook, uh, any of the information, some literature to talk about what's about to happen some encouraging words, some liter- uh, 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 a track or something that's going to say, hey, you can make it. And I'm just saying that experience, you know, presentation is everything. It is. So imagine what it would have been like if I would have had this the self-care survival kit to get me started. Then instead of me being non-compliant, maybe I would have been more willing enough to try to understand the process better. So I felt that it was important in my, you know, through my nonprofit organization for me to try to help new incoming renal patients to have that experience that I wish I would have. So I created self-care survival kits with everything that I just shared with you and a little bit more just so they can have the experience of letting them know This process is going to be okay. I wanted them to know, hey, you're not alone. There's other people and patients that went through this, and I'm telling you, you're going to make it. And so inside of that bag, I gave them all of what I just said, blanket pillows, Mm -hmm. you know, literature, encouraging empowering words, you know, information about me as a mentor, you know, as a peer mentor, reach out, something to let them know, hey, you want to know what's going to happen? Reach out, here it is, just so that you can get a good start. And I and I believe um strongly that that changed the game a lot and so for what I've been hearing from um the social worker that I gave the bags to who's been presenting them that everybody who's got it who received the bags really loved that and so this is something of an initiative that I started with my nonprofit organization and so once again I will be doing it again here in 20, uh, 20, for 2022 because I did it last um November when I presented it, so I know I'm going to be presenting them some more. So, And I love how you are thinking from the
0: perspective of a person that's going through, going through something. Like you said, when you're going through the unknown, to have that kit would have been beneficial because not only are you still trying to deal with the news the doctor just told you, but yeah. now you're trying to figure, okay, during this transition time, what do I need to get me started? Now, I may not know what it's going to look like a day from now, a month, a year from now, but today, what can you give me today that will help me understand? I may not know what the doctor just said, but let me give you or the nurse or whomever, let me give you something that will comfort you just in this time until you can figure out what's going on. Because that's what it is. Sometimes you get into something and you don't even know where to turn because you don't know what's going on. And that's exactly. why I believe mentors are so important and life coaches is because that person knows what it's like to go through something, to have someone hold your hand, to give you some accountability, to let you know it's going to be okay. Cause to go through any type of pain or hurt by yourself can get you to a dark place where the devil can play on your mind. He'll start yes. talking in your dark spot.
1: Exactly. So exactly. You got to
0: be able to have people around you, a support system that says, Hey, I don't know what you're going through. I can't cure it, but I'm here to listen. That's it. I'm here to support you. Here's That's this it. love, this love kit I want to give you, just
1: to know that I'm here and this is a step one. So and I, that's exactly what, and Arvela, that's exactly what was behind my mindset. Because you know, when I do go and I speak and I share and I talk all the time, most of the time that's the first thing that comes out of family members, you know, or the patient themselves. It's like, I wish I would have had somebody that I could have talked to about how this, or I wish I would have had known this information before I even started this process. And I myself, asked the patient wish I would have had that. And so when I, you know, started this nonprofit for that sole purpose, that was the first thing that was on my mind is making sure in my giving back that I'm meeting the needs for those uh, just like me. And then, you know, I often say that I'm a voice for the voiceless where somebody maybe not as extrovert of a person that I am. So I'm trying to, you know, give something to that person who maybe not say what, is on the inside, but then they can feel that love and something you know um, that they are receiving, and that's what I wanted for them. I wanted their journey not to be like mine, but they can know that hey, you're not alone. There are people out here who's there to help you make you through, and that you can make it. You're gonna make it. It's not over. You know, can you imagine, like I said, I started with death on my mindset. Now, Mm -hmm. can you imagine a person starting off and saying, "Okay, I just got to go through this first couple of weeks, months or whatever. And then I get into my groove. Then now I can start saying what I need to do to make a change. Mm. Big difference. And what advice can
0: you give someone that may be going through either a chronic pain, a hurt, a loss? What can you say about not giving up? Because I know I listen to your motivational Mondays and you always have a quick tip, uh, a motivational speak at that moment. But for someone that may just be at step one and may not think they can make it, what advice?
1: First things I want them to do is own the truth. You got to own your truth. Yes, you have an illness. Denying it. It's not going to help the process of creating your best life or living your life on a term, on your own term. That's the first phase that you have. You got to own up to it. I have chronic disease, but chronic disease don't have me. Ooh, amen. So own up to it. Yes, I might be dealing with diabetes. I might be dealing with lupus. I might be dealing with end-stage renal failure. And all three I deal with. Mm-hmm. I might have osteoporosis. Yeah, I deal with that. All of that stuff might be true but i'm choosing not to be the product i'm choosing not to be it so that's the first thing yeah you have you deal with these illnesses but those illnesses don't deal with you that's the first thing number 2 know that you're not alone know that there is somebody out there who has gone through exactly what you're going through and if god and if you can if they can make it you can make it in my particular cases, we're dealing with renal, dealing with diabetes, dealing with all of that. Lupus, if I can make it, you can make it. So that's number two. But the ultimate, number three, you gotta have faith. You need to have the trust that God will see you through. Because and when your life storms, remember life is up and down and that wave comes, it comes like never before. But when the storms of life is raging, when the storms of life come, you want to have a strong foundation. That strong foundation needs to be rooted in the Lord. Because when you have a strong foundation, when you know you got a strong team, when you get rid of negative folks, negative mindset, negative talk, toxic relationship, toxic people, and you stand firm in your foundation, when the wind blows, you might rock, but you ain't going to come up. Mm. <laughs> Let's go. You might rock, but you ain't mm-hmm. going to come up. Remember, it says that the weapons are formed, but they shall not prosper. And when you know that, then that means that you go through what you go through, but you're coming out. How I know you're coming out because if you're rooted in the foundation and the truth of what God's word says, in the end, we win, baby. So you got to have that mindset. That you said, yeah, I'm gonna go through this and I might have to, you know, deal with some things, but this too shall pass. Shall pass. Ooh.
0: <laughs> Miss Bella, you didn't say the whole word. I mean, if, if that doesn't encourage someone, let alone having faith is the foundation for anything. And that's what I've learned. The foundation of believing. Because sometimes you don't see it, you don't know it. Don't well, what else do you have to lose? I mean,
1: what else do you have? You know, you know what? Just in the simplistic, just as simplistic as I can give it to you, like a two year old. When you go down, where are you going to go? What's the only way you can go? Go back up. up.
0: Go back okay?
1: up. Yep. When you're at your lowest point, it's only one way to go up. When mm-hmm. you look up, then you have something to strive for. So when, yes, you, I mean, if we, all you got to do is just take a moment and really think, tell, like, own oh, that's a personal testimony. Yeah. When I got kicked out, I had no place to stay. For a little bit, I was wondering, going to house to house, but then eventually one day I got the job, then what's it happened I got a place. So where I was out, I'm now in. It was mm-hmm. on the way to go. Where can I go? When you already at your lowest point, it's only one way to go. That's up. So when you keep your head up, when you keep focusing on, all up when you get rid of the why me? Because mm-hmm. see, the why me keeps you in this cycle of yes, sorrow, right? Okay, so the why me says cycles how? Why not you? Because you're not the only one. He's just ringing your bell right now. And let me just say this. You know, I hear it all the time. But let me just say, I can't steal it, but I'm gonna claim it. If you was not nobody mm-hmm. or no one. To be reckoned with, the devil won't be coming after you as hard as he do. That's he don't have right. a sneak peek. He don't open the door, read the book. He had a sneak peek to your future. What's your future? Your future not only a bright. Your future is saying, baby, you are great. You successful. You got it going on. You're gonna be doing the doggone thing. He know how to peek at your future. So what did you got to do? He try to kick you at your lowest point. Yep. But if you hold on. If you stand firm and you just try God and trust Him, when you get through, you're gonna just go through. It's not gonna be. It's gonna be such a sudden change. Then one day you're gonna think about it like, when? Why did I do that, man? Why did I do this before? Why was I should have? Man, I should have did that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Don't we say it all the time? Yeah. yeah, yeah We're we going through it. We ain't thinking about where I'm gonna go. We're going through the moment. So when am I saying? All we have to do is stand firm, trust God, you know, just know the trials and tribulations that you're going through, it's working for your good. You might not like it, who does, nobody like it. Right, right. But it's going to be for your good in the end. You win. In the end, you win. look, if you take the word, when he said now, Faith, if you take the word now and flip it around, it says one, baby. One, so you yes, does. <laughs> I can't help it. I just can't tell you no more than that. Now, you won. It's all right. Open the book. Let's go. Let's let's go. Get rid of negative folks. Get rid of negative people. Get rid of all these people. Every time you try to turn on somebody something, they got something to say. So what I'm going to tell you, keep some things to yourself. Because let me tell you, because negative folks, misery love company. That's but where right. you got to go, everybody you can't bring in, everybody you can't share it. So let's go. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking second chance here we're talking second chance in life so second chance in life don't mean that it's over second chance means you got an opportunity to do it better and be better and be greater Woo! don't Woo! get me started <laughs> <laughs> say that miss Della. say that i
0: mean just the whole thing is right on point i mean you do like you said now switch it over is one and the devil doesn't bother anybody. He don't see a gift in or a light in.
1: That's if anything.
0: you ain't doing nothing, he's not going to bother There's you. Who, he got you already. He got yeah. you right,
1: girl.
0: Mm. Well, before we go, yeah. I want to give five tips and have Miss Della also add in. Um, these are just five tips to overcome pain, and this is a physical pain. Number one, get a support system. Mm. Surround yourself with people that's going to encourage you cheer you on, hold you up when you need it. Because there will be times that you may not be able to see the light and you need somebody to pull you up during the transition. So get a system that one, they believe in you. Don't just get mm-hmm. anybody that wants to be in your business. Get people that really genuine love you, excellent. that care about you, that's with you through your thick and your things. Find a good support system. That's an excellent, can I add on to that. Number two, reduce your stress. Studies show that stress intensifies the chronic pain. So find things that will promote you with relaxation, help you reduce your stress, maybe music, taking a walk, um, any type of meditation, but you wanna remove those things that are either toxic or stressful from you during this time as you continue to heal. Three, stay active. The best energy you can get, a natural energy, is being active and working your body because your body's already fighting medication, antibiotics and everything that's going inside of your body. Give it a natural energy and find things to keep active. If you like swimming, walking, even though your body may not be at a full 100%, do one thing, one step, one lap, one swim,
1: but keep your body active. And I really, you know, this uh, this summer, um, part of one of my initiatives is called Simply Move. And right. on the Simply Move, it's like really 15 minutes a day. Yes. Well, 15 minutes a day and how 15 minutes a day can change your life. And it just simply move. And so when you said be active, we ain't talking about just got to go out there and, and right. buy, like, spending $50 a month on a health club membership that you know you ain't going to use. Just any form of activity. Move. Simply Move, just move, simply move. Watch and see. Watch and see. It changes Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Number four,
0: pace yourself. Some days you won't feel 100%. When your pain level is high, take a step back and allow your body and your mind to adjust. Every day is not going to be 100% and every day is not going to be zero, but you at least want to acknowledge what's going on with your mind and body and just take it a step at a time. You may have a to-do list that have 20 things on it, but if your mind and your body's not feeling it, don't pressure yourself to get it done.
1: Hear and your body. Body. and I want to you throw me. one thing. Be kind to yourself. Hmm. There you go. Just be kind to yourself. Grace. You, as pacing, hmm. It's okay. Stop beating yourself up. Take if you didn't get your chance to finish it, it's all right. So be kind to yourself. Pace yourself. Be kind to yourself. Just it's gonna be okay. Love that! I need to think about that. Be kind to yourself because sometimes we can be our own worst enemy. Yes, beating ourselves up on that. You, you do you be more friendly to somebody else, but then when you come down to yourself, you tear yourself down. Come on, be nice. Be kind be to nine, yourself. Yes. And my last tip
0: is find ways to distract yourself. Mm. With any type of pain, it's so easy to focus on the pain. Find something that you enjoy doing. And live live your life. Don't stop from taking trips or hanging out with your friends or going to church or whatever you do that you enjoy. Let that be your distraction. Find ways to live and you take control of your life. Don't let the pain take control of you. You stay focused. You enjoy your life and take it a step at a time.
1: What you think, Ms. Bella? That's wonderful. All these five points, I, I couldn't say it no better. There's nothing to add on to it. Everything that you said is perfect. Like I said, only the two pieces that I add but that last one, exactly, find something to distract yourself. Cause I'm telling you, when you ain't thinking about your pain, when you're not thinking about the the, the chronic illness or what you gotta do, what medication you gotta take, or what doctor you gotta go to, or what visit, what surgery, what mm-hmm. whatever, then you find yourself having not only joy, and you'll find yourself, you're not even in pain. Right, right, that's like true. You focus on it. See, when you focus on the pain, mm-hmm. it can't come. So when you're doing something that you enjoy, you're just gonna be having a smiling that you didn't even think nothing of it. So definitely distract yourself. Do something that you like. On,
0: <laughs> so, ladies, you can see why the title of this podcast or this episode is "When Your Reason to Live Is Stronger Than Your Pain." Miss Bella just basically told her, told us her story about living with kidney disease and what the things she had to go through and the transformation. But Miss Della's still here. She's stronger. She's living. She's taking her pain and turned it into a purpose. Understand that whatever you may go through, it's not always there to harm you. It's there to grow you, take you to a new season. Hey, it may not even be for you. There's another that's woman it. that's out there that will be that's going it. through the same thing that you're going through. And what you're experiencing and you're dealing with and prospering with, you're gonna be that. Guide to that woman that's about to go through it. She's going to look at you and be like, dang it, Miss Della went through what? She waited 10 years and I'm only on year number two. You know, Miss Della had to deal with lupus, this, 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 and this, and I only got just one thing. So to hear Miss Della's story, she's telling you no matter what you go through, there will be trials and tribulations, but understand you'll be stronger when you come up out of it. That's it. Her, her purpose
1: is to show people that, like she said, live L Y V E. Living your life victorious and empowered. That's it. That's yeah, what I live stand see. for. And that's what it's all about every day. You see what's behind me when it says game changer. So game changer. Go, Yes, I see it. Changing the game, girl. This is all about changing the game. Because when you change that mindset, then you'll be amazed as to how the trajectory of your life changes. A little change. Mm-hmm. Just even if you shift just one small step to the right, is a change. So yeah. don't despise small beginnings you can't because that small beginning is what I call a mini win and multiple mini wins change to a macro win yes and is. that's your ultimate goal so that's that's the goal take it small y'all it's okay
0: well Miss Della I love this time that we had together yes. your energy your inner strength your testimony you. I know it's gonna bless somebody. Thank you. Thank you for being so transparent here and willing to tell us the ups and the downs, the good and the bad, how you talk to God. All that
1: yeah. <laughs> shows
0: yeah. to me that there are women that are out there that no matter what they go through, they still keep their head high. And I'm so thankful for you that you shared your story. But I would love my audience to connect with you because I know there's someone that may be going through something and that and have been looking for you for the longest time and they just heard your voice. Could you please tell them where they can find you? Uh, also, tell us where we can help you and support you. You know, when you do your next survival kits, let us know how we can help you in any Wonderful. shape or form. But I. Okay. Uh,
1: Well, you know what? Um, Currently, right now, you can reach me on three uh, particular platforms. Currently, on my website, which is live, And remember, live is spelled L Y V E dot com, .com. youcanlive.com definitely come on take a look at the website, it is under my nonprofit but my podcast will be definitely listed underneath it, which will be coming up soon in the month of April, which is called uh, From Trigger to Transform and it's going to be with me, my girl you know, your girl, we're going to be doing some things on that thing, so be anticipating on that, but I want to hear from you, fill out that contact information and I definitely will get back with you on Facebook, Um, on You can connect with me on my business page, which is, again, search for You Can Live under the Facebook. And then also, you can get connected with me individually by searching and looking up for Coach Della, my name, D-E-L-L-A, middle name, Mae, M-A-E, Major. Trust me. When you say Coach Della, it's going to pop up uh, along that line. That's on Facebook and also on Instagram. On Instagram, you can reach out to me. I am Della Major on Instagram. So, you know, all three platforms, I'm there. I'm very active you'll see me around and so we got a lot of things that is definitely coming up like I said my podcast will be launching uh in April I'm currently right now even on YouTube with you can you can search for you can live and uh you'll find a couple of the motivationals uh, got a few webinars that's going to be coming up and so definitely want to um, pay attention to that but how you guys can support Again, you can go to my website. You either can make the donation to the nonprofit or at the same time, you know, participate with the events that's coming up. You know, maybe you might want to share or give a uh, encouraging note or send a booklet or pamphlet to give to uh, individuals. Because remember, we got women and men that you might want them to be able to read some literature and just to empower them to let them know it's going to be okay. That's what we're all about. We're all about empowerment, educating empowering and helping individuals to know that they can live they can live their life victorious in the power and that's what we're all about
0: Yep, i love it and i'll make sure that everything that she has mentioned off with her web page and facebook and everything else i'll put that in the show notes so if you didn't catch it during the interview make sure you check the show notes of the youtube video and also on the powercast platforms and you guys will be able to reach her there so, Miss Bella, thank you so much for your time. Thank I really you. appreciate you coming on here. I love your energy and I can't wait to see how your podcast just flourish and how you just continue to grow in that face of yours. I know I'm gonna see it all <laughs> over the place. So thank this is gonna be the first place that I'm gonna see it, but I know you're gonna be nationwide. Not nationwide, we're gonna say international because you gotta oh work international. And, I um, see that we're gonna support you any way we can. So thank, thank you so thank much.
1: much. Well, you know, I already know now. Yeah, you know, I'm here on, on I'm here on your platform. You know, I gotta have you because you gotta come talk to the girls and some of the things that you're doing the doggone thing. So you know, I need you to come on out Ms. and be a Ladies can reclaim and do some things. So yes, on, right? you know you right. have, have do the
0: phone call away. <laughs> i will be trust me i will take my semi and i will meet you in chicago oh, please let me know girl. when you need me i am there
1: amen i love it i love it all right now
0: well all right everybody thank you for joining me for another episode until next week you guys just keep smiling and i'll talk to you guys again next week thank you for listening to this week's episode if you enjoyed this podcast please make sure you subscribe rate and leave a review And if you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please make sure you forward this to them and share. Until next week, keep smiling, learning, and striving for a second chance at life.